felt like I had it. I would have heard it. <laughs> now you're just fucking riding. Um, yeah, I just wanted. To, I wanted to <laughs> catch back up. I want the windshield wiper to catch back up. <laughs> I always hear that. I think it's you whistling. Maybe one day Bear vs. Shark will hear this and I could get on new teeth. I saw the funniest thing the other day. I was watching, because uh, I was curious as to how Blink-182 sounds with Skiba. Uh-huh. And weird to say, but he's... You know, he's better than that whiny bitch. You know what I mean? But it kind of takes a little bit away from, I guess, the sound of Blink. But he sounds the best when he doesn't try and sound like that dude. And he just gets back into that, like, crooning sound that he has. You know, that... Right. You know, that alkaline trio sound. Yeah, the alkaline trio shit. Yeah. And that's when he sounds the best. But, um... I don't know. I have mixed emotions about it. Not that I give a shit about Blink-182, because Travis is just fucking... He's just pretty much a solo artist now and just plays whatever, and it doesn't really sound good. He just goes balls out on his songs and, and just yeah plays everything in the world, and it doesn't sound that great. Well, have you seen anything where where uh, Matt sings the part of that other guy? Yeah. And does he try to do, like, I will stay on your little one, man? Not really, but it's sort of. And that's what I mean by, like, when he tries to sound like blink it doesn't sound good but when he just starts being himself is he on the new album i assume so yeah i didn't hear the album i I just watched like a live performance with oh okay they they were at like that firefly music festival Uh uh-huh and they didn't headline it mumford's and sons headlined it and the best part of their whole performance was that dude mark hoppus goes yeah we have a couple more songs then mumford and sons is gonna come up here and banjo the fuck out of you guys The Mumford and Sons, I don't get either. I well, I don't know. Whatever. I guess it's good folk music. That yeah. You know, pe- people fucking love them. I yeah. don't, whatever. And I, I, you know, they banjo the fuck out of people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. People like getting banjoed the fuck out of. Yeah. It's no Bella Fleck and the Fleck tones. Which, if you want somebody to banjo the fuck out of you, listen to Bella Fleck. Yeah, I, I, I stay clear of banjos. <laughs> I'm good on that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough fucking instrument. Um, the only banjo I like is the theme song to Raising Arizona. Anything else can eat shit. That's actually a pretty good fucking song. <laughs> I think that has, speaking of whistling, though, I think it has more. Well, no, that's not really whistling. It's, it's more of a yeah. Welcome to the Awkward iPhone Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Richie. Let me, um, uh, well, first off, I know I'm striking. Do you have an ailment in your life that that when that a physical ailment that stress causes you to get? Uh, not really. Just the whole drug addiction thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's a way to. Yeah, okay. That's well. That's a never-ending cycle because you use that to decrease your stress, but then that increases your stress. Yeah. I go through the same thing with my drinking with, with the same way. Yeah, that's really it. Nothing physical happens. Like I don't like break out in hives or like something about Mary style. My. <laughs> Like Chris Love Elliott. blisters. Yeah. You ever white it on your eye? <laughs> that part used to fucking uh, creep me out. I know. I was like, ugh. I can't deal. We've talked about this before in here, but I can't deal with other people's pus. OPP, how can I explain <laughs> it? Uh, it, it? It's like the people that pop other people's pimples. Yeah, nah, And nah. I, I just can't deal with it. I don't. It's mostly girls like that shit. Guys aren't into that, but girls are like, let me pop everything you got. I get, I get the whole the whole satisfaction of popping a pimple. I love to pop my own pimples, especially when they're nice and firm. They shoot really far. They hit the bathroom mirror, and you get a, the satisfaction from it. But uh, other people's pimples, any <laughs> yes, any other fucking pimple or pussy mass on somebody else, yeah, nah. I, I I can't even look at it. Makes me it makes yeah. me kind of sick. So have you researched cryptic disease? No. Oh God. F- wait. What's cryptic disease? Your fucking tonsil polyps. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, our our friend Eric sent uh, a tweet um, about that, saying that it was it was called cryptic disease. Yeah. I know my And uh, he sent a uh, a YouTube video. He linked to a YouTube video. I want to hear this. That I, I that I clicked on, and just the thumbnail of the video was was so disgusting that I didn't even watch. I couldn't watch it. What was it coming I, out of the tonsils? Well, it was. It showed the inside of a mouth, and then it showed like a little like fucking uh, like a glom of them. It looked like fucking caviar, but white tonsil fucking thing. I, I literally clicked on it. I was like, whoa. Yeah, mine wasn't that heavy. 
But, even just thinking about it, fucking. Hey, man, that's why I begged, begged my doctor to take my tonsils out. I was like, you expect me to live like this for the rest of my life? Lop those fuckers out. And I, I've I was, never gotten anything like that. Like, like I've gotten maybe randoms. a handful of these throughout my life, and there was always just one. It yeah. was always just one that you kind of coughed up, and you're like, "What is that?" And you smell it, and you're like, "Oh my god, this smells like the <laughs> fucking pits it. of death." And then, and then that's, that's what you it. Smell when you die. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if if uh, if those started fucking like gremlinizing. Com- yes, like fucking coming out of my mouth in in numbers. Yeah, I would probably kill myself. It, they weren't coming out. of There's my mouth the first in I'll kill myself of the episode. It was uh, they just I would feel my tonsils get hard. And they would like touch because they were so big and then I couldn't breathe. And that's when I would whip out the toothbrush and I would give it like a push. And no! then they would be like, come on, let's go. I can't. I can't deal but with it. They would come out like five at a clip. It uh, wouldn't be like a fucking no, these, gaggle of this, them. <laughs> this looked like like a fucking jar of fish eggs. There were Oof. so many of them. Were, were they, they were, in the tonsils or they, they spit No, it out? they were like out. It was just a picture. Uh. I, I, I couldn't. I would rather watch the fucking uh any sort of faces of death or 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 the fucking um uh but our dwyer or the zapruder <laughs> fucking film or zapruder. anything then watch that uh, speaking of zapruder i was never given my assignment to do my uh investigation. i know i forgot well i'll give it to you today right. um well, well, i want to get my investigation on i'm yeah, itching no. i mean i investigate things every day but i want an actual thing that i could spend some time on yeah listener of the show gina sent something through facebook and i meant to look at it at the end of the last show and i forgot and i haven't seen you since then All right. well gina i got you i'm gonna investigate and we'll get down to the bottom of whatever it is because when I investigate, I do not fuck around. I'll get all the deets. Yeah, that's going to be a new segment on the show. I even meant to make a sounder for it and everything, and I just did not do that. It'll so go down. Your first, you'll get your first investigation homework assignment this week. Okay. Now, I can't say it'll be ready by Friday because I want, I want to get all the fucking, all the goodies on it. I think forty-eight hours is enough time to investigate. Ah, uh, we'll see. Um. So what I was asking, the reason I was asking you that is because there's one uh sure indication in my life of me being stressed out even mm. if i don't feel the other uh ailments of stress like like uh increased heart rate or like panic or anything like that i could always tell if i'm stressed because for some reason or another if i'm stressed out i get a fucking canker sore in my mouth it's happened my whole life so what you always told me about canker sores but i don't know what the hell they are it's this can you say it a little bit, not it lo- really. It looks like a little fucking crater in your mouth. It's not. It's almost a- like you bit your cheek. Yeah, yeah. It's it's al- it's almost the same thing, but they just oh, yeah. show up, oh. and 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 they're so small and insignificant, but they hurt so fucking bad. So I, I I can't. I I don't I don't understand. I don't know how to explain it. You can't fucking eat. You can't. Do wow, anything. it's that bad. Well, I mean, you, of course you're going to eat, but it takes all the pleasure out of anything. Yeah, there's like a two day window. I'll uh, it'll pop up. I'll feel it, and I'll be like, "Oh man, it's going to be a canker sore. This sucks." And then, um, and then like a day or two goes by, and it's not that bad. And then the third and fourth day, it's like this weeping sore of fucking Ooh. pain in my mouth. And then, it, and then it finally goes away. And the only way there's so many like home remedies, like you brought up before, rubbing raisins on it because yeah, yeah. Vitamin, vitamin E is good e, for it. Yeah. Um, the only way that I found uh, in, in my fucking 36 years of suffering from these stupid fucking things is, uh, is I'll, I'll, if I, if I rinse with like Listerine mm-hmm. and like really get it good and it, so it burns, I guess it kills all the germs in there. And then for a while it'll be numb from that. And, and not, yeah. you know, but anyway, so, th- uh, today I fucking woke up and I, or I, the other day, but today it was like the bad day. I woke up and have this giant fucking canker sore. Right and now. that just lets you know that you're, and, and I just know that I'm freaking out about yeah. something. And I don't even really, I get, I could, you know what? I could guess what it is, but. But uh, yeah, it's it sucks. This really has nothing to do with freaking out. But I don't know. I have this weird thing that say like I accidentally bite my tongue, right? Which I'm retarded and I have a really long tongue and it happens a lot. So I like <laughs> <laughs> you just accidentally chew on your big old retard <laughs> yeah. tongue from time to time. So I'll bite my tongue, and then for some reason, wherever I bit my tongue, I feel the need to keep biting it there. It's like really, it's, it's almost satisfying. To, but to bite it like and hurt it again, or just yeah, kind of, really, yeah, like give me the pain. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing. There's maybe no- I'm like borderline cutter. Maybe, maybe that's like yeah, you're a little masochist as far <laughs> as your tongue goes. That big slab just, of fucking retard tissue in so your mouth. It's just so big. Like sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll be like trying to rest, and I'll be like, "What am I doing?" And I realize that my tongue is like overlapping my teeth and shit, and I'm like mouth breathing, and it's just taking up my whole mouth. I have to like consciously keep my tongue in my mouth because it just it's too big for my little old mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. 
um, I, while I'm eating, I will fucking bite the side of my, the inside of my cheek. Have you, do you ever do that? Oh, yeah. Ugh. God, that's the worst fucking yeah, thing in the world. I'm not big on cheeks. But really, when I it, when I bite my tongue on accident, it's usually like in the kind of the frontal area. And then I feel the need to keep giving it one of these. Yeah, that's weird, dude. Yeah. That's a little... Oh, yeah. I just accidentally did it. Now I want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> bite your tongue. Yeah. You're like, I, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not... Uh, any sort of mouth pain, I'm not a fan of. I just <laughs> I can't do you. it. And norm- when I do bite my cheek... And it's the most excruciating pain for a few seconds. It's normally because I'm so happy about the food that I'm consuming that I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like chewing away. all happy. Like, God damn, this food is so good. Cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> I'll <laughs> eat anything in my like, way. Fuck. I don't know what's been up on my left leg. My side of my thigh has been numb. Really? Yeah, I'm nervous. I don't know if it's maybe nerves or what, but like I could like stab it with a knife and nothing, feel nothing. I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to say that that's probably a blood clot that's slowly making its way up your uh, up your leg into your arteries. Great. And then your heart's going to explode. Great. So don't worry about it. I mean, I wouldn't sit there and worry about that or anything, but that's what it sounds like to me. Someone I knew uh, from high school before I came to Rowdy when I was in SJV had just passed away. Uh, rest in peace, Jay Little. He had a... An aortic dissection. And that usually only happens to like 60, 70-year-old men. Dude. That's crazy. Some people, and, and, I, and, and I believe that I'm one of them, but that's just probably my fucking crazy fucking hypochondriac panic OCD brain of mine. But some people are just born with a time bomb either in their head or their chest. Yeah. And that's just the way it goes. Yeah. You I'm know? wondering what my clock is. Because ever since I was young, I, I knew I wasn't going to live to be old. Like I, <laughs> and so, you're trying everything you can to make that prophecy <laughs> come true, my friend. I, maybe it's a fear of old. You know, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I'm not meant to be a senior citizen. I think, I, I think about all the time about... Because when I was very young... Uh, well, not very young. Well, it doesn't matter. Young. I always start something and then cut back and I go <laughs> yeah, back yeah. into it. I'm fucking all over the place. So I want to bite per- your tongue, Dev. No, bite your sore. Bite I, your canker. Uh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> if I start drooling during this, it's, I'm sorry. That's right. I'll drool with you. Um, yeah, drool yeah. and the whole world drools with you. You don't seem like you're in the position to be drooling tonight. You actually, nah. you're actually fucking. When I make a promise, I keep that. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Good. So this is what two episodes after the promise. Yeah. I've been doing. Let me just uh, very let well me just lately. check that off in check the A high off. five calendar. You don't even have to, man. Ep- Episode eighty-seven. It's a constant. Okay. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh. Why are you sweating? Profusely? I don't know, man. Uh, see, <laughs> I'm fucking fucked up. It's hot in here. Yeah. You want me? You want me? That shit's on seventy-five, son. Seventy-five. Yeah. Keep talking. Keep talking. All right. Dev's gonna uh, uh, mess with the thermostat like my grandpa used to. <laughs> man, I'll tell you, thermostats. A, that's another thing. Like, I don't want to be old because I don't want to become obsessed with thermostats. We used to, have, <laughs> me and Gramps Dukes used to have thermostat wars. And like, yeah, but you know what that is? It's not so much about the temperature as it is the money spent on the heating or yeah, the cooling. Yeah, true. Cause he used to put on his big old fucking like mafioso glasses where it makes your eyes look all big. Like and he, Larry David's uh, dad. Yeah. And he would sit there and hold the dial of the thermostat until it was like, right on whatever fucking button he was going for. And then I'd just come over and go, zip and zip that bitch back down to the 60s. All right, it's already feeling better in here. I was wondering if I was just nuts because I looked at the, ther- <laughs> I looked at the thermostat when we came in and it was said like 72 and I was like, I could do that. And I'm a sweat. Okay, what was I saying before I broke out into a sweat and started freaking out? <laughs> uh, that how we all have an internal time bomb. Oh, okay. So when I was a kid, my mom, one of my mom's coworkers, who was probably in her 40s at the time, um, she she was there. Her and her daughter were just getting ready for a party or something like that. And her daughter just heard a pl- on the floor, and she walked upstairs, and her mom was dead on the floor. Fuck aneurysm. Wow. And I learned, and, yeah, and, scary. And, and like a maniac, my mom explained to me the whole thing when I was a kid. Now, <laughs> so I, you could dwell on it for the rest of your life. For, literally, <laughs> thought about it last night. Like sometime, and this is what I'm getting at: is that's when I learned that people could just die for no reason. There could be something in your body. Like I understood, even at a young age, I kind of understood a heart attack. 
Like I understood that your heart could get congested mm-hmm. or, or some people have weak hearts and then it could, it could give up and not pump the blood anymore. But the fact that there could be something in your brain that you don't know about and don't have any symptoms about that just one day pops and kills yeah. you on the spot, that fucking threw me through the biggest loop. I'm still in that loop. I'm still, <laughs> I still cannot. Hula hooping around an aneurysm? I still cannot come to terms fucking uh, <laughs> with an aneurysm. My, the only thing that I tell myself is, and, and we discussed this on a very early episode of the show about that bike accident that I got into when yeah. I smashed my head up. <laughs> you think there's still something lurking well, inside? Well, no. Th- this is what I keep telling myself is that they, they had to give me full like brain scans and, and uh, CAT scans and MRIs and everything because of that. So to ease my worry about there being a ticking time bomb in my head, I keep telling myself that, well, if there was something there, they would have caught it then. They would have seen it because I've actually had you know full brain scans. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it it, it some and this is the this is the thing that I wanted to say. The darkness of it is that sometimes I will sit there. If this isn't like my lowest times, but sometimes <laughs> I will sit there and I'll kind of imagine. I'll sit there and I'll think to myself, "What if it happened right now? What if I, what if I was to die right now?" And I'll like bring myself. To try to even feel what it might feel like to just die right there. Holy shit! Like, Keep talking because now you're making my making me feel better about my days. Yeah, see, uh, you, if you want to go into neuroticism, I yeah, got it all. Maybe I'm not as anxious as I thought I was. Now, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I haven't done this in a, in a long time because I, I've completely changed my line of thinking. But this is what I used to do sometimes. What you said you were talking about, thinking about it last night. No, no. Well, I th- I'll think, <laughs> think about, about aneurysms. dropping dead. <laughs> <laughs> I every time I listen to Incesticide, I skip aneurysm. <laughs> you don't have to. It was the last jam. It just ended at twenty. <laughs> but uh, is that really the last song? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Now aneurysms freak me out. Just yeah. the fact that you could just be there at one second, and, and then, then the next gone. second you're gone. Yeah. And for no reason, you don't get hit by a car. You don't have cancer. You don't have a heart attack or anything. It's just you're just like one of us right now could just and yeah. then dead. Well, you know that would be me. Well, who knows? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It could be either of us. Yeah. No, I, I actually have visions of people at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like Expand JF- on this. I'm, I'm like JFK. Like, I know I'm going to die before everybody. You're like that chick from Making a Murder who's like, I know I'm going to die before I'm 30. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking gets burned in a barrel, allegedly. I, I remember when I was like in my 20s, I'd be like, if I make it to 30, that's cool. And then I made it to 30, and I was like, if I make it to 35, that's cool. And now I'm like pretty proud of myself because I think I've already made it past my goal. <laughs> I, I I I've lived. I still like when uh when pe- like when Bowie died. He was sixty nine years old, and people good were, for him. People, but here's the thing though. People are like, oh man, that's too young. What? And, and what my, are you gonna do after seventy? In my mind, Eat grapes. But here's the deal though. Like my parents that are my parents are getting very close to seventy at this point, mm-hmm. and and so to them, and understandably so, seventy isn't old because you don't ever feel old. Yeah, yeah, you know. But in my mind, you would think once you get uh, you're approaching middle age, the whole being old thing goes away. You know, like you would think, what's the difference between forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, yeah. like whatever? You might look a little bit grayer and saggier, but you're still whatever. But in my mind, like when I didn't, of course, Bowie dying was horrible. But I thought the same thing. I'm like sixty nine. That's it's a pretty good life. life. It's a pretty yeah. good life. Made it through. I yeah. don't know. Time itself is just a fickle bitch. <laughs> it's it a really, fickle beast, my it's friend. A fickle beast. It is, man. Well, here, here's the deal about time, and uh, we were kind of dis- well, we were kind of discussing this in the beginning of the show because you were telling me that you're kind of freaking out, and I was trying to give you all my meditation tactics and everything. But time is just one of those things, probably the ultimate thing that you can't control. So yeah. just don't worry about it. I know. So it gives well, a fuck. No, I, 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 I live by those terms. It's just weird. It's just a weird thing. You know, it's it's well, like you some said, it's argue that it doesn't exist. That you time know, doesn't exist. Well, time's a man-made structure. Time's a time's a. Uh, we we're the, the people that 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 actually put time. We put numbers and make it right. Yeah, we've made we calendars and, and minutes the, and hours and all that. Yeah, stuff. in a way to organize ourselves, but it exists because we get old and die, and things. Ha- everything everything has a a time span. It does, know? but but maybe it's maybe it's a, a looping cycle. Yeah, it's not as you know intricate and broken up into like denominations that we made it in a way just to organize our lives but well maybe time isn't linear though is what i'm saying maybe you know and there's a there there's a lot of theories out there that are interesting yeah that's very existential if you want to think of it that way but 
But the only reason that we see time as linear is because we've made time linear in our life. We've come up with specific measurements to measure time. Right. That's what I mean. Right. That's what I mean. But But it it definitely exists. Like, there's no one that just doesn't age. Right. Besides myself. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, you see it in yourself, but... Uh, it, I mean, is that the effects of time? To us, it is because that's that's what we've created. But but who knows? You know, there, there's so many different things that could be out there. You know, it, 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 again, it could be a cycle. And I'm way too stupid to even talk about this. And my canker sore is killing me, so I'm not going to fucking go into a weird rant about it. But I, I you know, it, it, it has to. Time, be time. theories are interesting, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, time is a very interesting thing. But I just think that yeah, you know, we've made it. Like you said, we made it what it is. But it's a de- it's a definite thing because even say you're the healthiest person in the world, you have no ailments, you're not dying of anything specific, you die of natural causes. That's because of the amount of time that your ticker has been beating. It just can't anymore because it's run its span, mm-hmm. which is due to time. Yeah, no, I agree with you because that's that's what we know to to measure things in. Everything, everything we say has to do with time. Everything. Yeah. Every aspect of our life revolves around time. How old you are, how many steps you've taken, how, you know, it's all measurements in time. Uh, and, and we created that. So, and our, that's the way our minds work. But if you were to erase all of that, then what is time? You know, if we didn't have a measurement for time, time wouldn't exist. Right. You know, so we wouldn't be sitting here saying, oh, you know, your, your heart is beated for this long because long wouldn't actually be a thing that exists. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all a human structure that we follow. And I don't know if it's right or it's wrong. And but if you follow any sort of like multiverse theory or, or anything like that, or if you're one of these people that believe that time travel might actually be true, which, you know, which is fascinating because there's there's actual real, you know, scientists and, and, uh, and guys out there that are, uh, you know, the smartest people in the world that are coming up with theories that kind of prove that it might be possible. Yeah. And if time travel is time travel was to ever happen. And there's a lot of people out there that believe that it did already. But if time travel has was to ever happen, then that alone would prove that time isn't linear. You right. know, so I think if they do prove time travel to be real, I think it's more of you can go into the future. But I really don't think there's a way to go back in time. As in, you know, there's gotta a, go back in time. Like we can go back and see ourselves doing the first podcast. Nah, there's not another one of us doing things elsewhere. But I think there are ways to where if you travel, you won't age. But you can go to the future. Really? You know what I mean? Like, say we zip out into space really quick and then zip back, and it was 20 years on Earth, but it was only one day to us. Right, because, it, right. Yeah. Light years. And, yeah. Right. But there's, I don't think there's a, I don't think we could go back to dinosaurs or fucking, there's not like every segment of time isn't being reenacted. Okay, but how about this? If time is cyclical, Right mm-hmm. then, 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 how? That what would stop you from going so far into time that you come back around to p- the past? You see? Well, yeah, but it, the past is just the normal day. It's you don't you don't you know you don't actually travel back to 1999. You're just in your travels. Time is different in your place and this place, and it's just a matter of how how much time your body has moved as to what's actually happening on Earth. Okay. So you're taking it from, from that point of view of, uh, of you're moving quicker. There's only one fucking Earth. Or you're moving slower than the time on Earth and yes. then coming back. Yeah, but, you're, riding a, you're riding the tilt-a-whirl while the Earth, Earth is still gravitroning. Mm, okay, I get it, I get it. All right, that's interesting. My point is is that if time is a repeated circle, so if, if, there, if there's a, a finite uh, timetable that happens and then it starts over again, which some people believe, and you're able to travel into the future then at some point, if you traveled far enough into the future, the future would be the past. And therefore, you could get to the past. Wow. You just... <laughs> See what I'm saying? Smoke coming out of these... Let ears. me ask you a question now. All right. Since we're talking about time travel. All right. Um, if you could travel back in time and kill one person for the betterment of the whole world, who would that person be? Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't have to go back that far. You'd have to go back to like 98. Yeah, fuck it. That would be I'll like fucking, you could you'd go back, listen to a couple good jams, fucking uh, <laughs> check on yourself in high school, and then kill Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg will get it. 
I don't, I, you know, I, I hate technology. I hate what it's doing, to, especially the kids. You know, it's just taken away so much. Would natural. you, would you, uh, if you could travel back in time, would you go all the way back and join the original Luddite revolution and start, uh, like fucking beating, beating up printing presses and fucking, uh, <laughs> nah, wool the, looms? I wouldn't want to go that far back in time. I mean, I'm kind of happy with the, the 20th century. I think the farthest in history I'd go back in time would probably be like the 30s, <laughs> the 20s. You're running around, you're running around with the Luddites with like spiked bats and just like <laughs> bashing these things. And you're like, you don't understand. 200 years from now, there's going to be the fucking internet yeah. and people are going to put up memes of fucking, uh, Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder <laughs> because they want the, they want to, uh, associate themselves into a celebrity death you don't understand we need to break this shit now yeah that's so weird man we talk about it all the time but like are there really that many gene wilder fanatics in this world now wait before we get on the gene wilder thing let me answer this question because i've thought long and hard about this question okay right around the time that i lay in bed and wonder what it might feel like to die of an aneurysm i also think to myself dev dag who would you go back in time and kill for the betterment of the united states or in the whole world at large and uh, definitely Baby Hitler came to mind. That seems like a good one. You know, there's also Stalin. There's Pol Pot. Uh, there's probably a couple government officials in, in, in the, around right now that, that we could probably take out that probably would have made the future better. But I've come to a final conclusion, and this is my final answer. It would definitely be Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> and why is that? Just because imagine a world and... imagine a world without Anthony Kiedis I running know. around. Ping, pang, pung, de, pang, ping, pang, <laughs> pong. I would just go to little... Ping, pow, pow. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be painful. <laughs> I would find little baby Kiedis and probably just smother him in his sleep. He probably wouldn't even know. Maybe, oh, you'd kill baby Kiedis. Well, it, yeah. I mean, why, make, why would it have to be a, a, why would it have to be a, a gruesome death? Maybe... Hey, what, did you give him a hot shot when he... <laughs> And he was still addicted to dope. Maybe I would go find Kiedis's mom and just like talk her into getting an abortion that yeah. way before he was never even created. I don't want to murder somebody. So you're going to deprive the world of breaking the girl. Here's my theory. And soul to squeeze. Here's my theory, though. You know how good of a band the Red Hot Chili Peppers are? Yeah. You know how good Chad Smith, Flea, and let's just say John Frusciante, yeah, but sure. Hell Slovak or whatever you want, it, uh, how good of a band that is? Now imagine that band with a good a lead good singer, singer that yeah. doesn't go ping pong, ping de bang, pong, 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 ping de bang, bong, de bing, bing de bang, bong. You're right. And that band would probably be the Beatles. Yeah. I would be doing, <laughs> I would probably, I'd be doing everybody else in that band a favor. Because no matter how big the Red Hot Chili Peppers are, they're still being brought down by Anthony Kiedis. I know. I, I share your same hate for Kiedis. I don't hate, I don't hate anybody, but that's my, I, I know, know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the Gene Wilder. Yeah. Gene Wilder died, and it sucks, but here's the thing. Gene Wilder was 83 years old. Now, look, Bowie dying at 69, you know, that might have been a little too young. But if you make it to 83 and you're suffering from Alzheimer's and... Uh, yeah, and, and, it's curtains. Yeah, right. And it, it's hard to feel bad or to feel... It, of course, you feel sorrow because if you're like me, you grew up watching those movies and those Mel Brooks films and loving them. I know you did. We, we've watched Young, Young Frankenstein, Frankenstein together a billion times. Mm-hmm. But uh, to sit there and be like, oh, my, I am crushed. Here's another thing. What is, was the last Gene Wilder film you went out and fucking rented? The last I mean? thing Gene Wilder ever did was a Will and Grace episode in 2003. Yeah. That was it. Like, I, I love the guy. He's, he's hilarious. The, the, those Richard Pryor films that he did were fucking great. Yeah. All the Mel Hear Brooks no stuff. Evil, see no evil. Yeah, right. That was a goodie. Uh, all the, all the uh, Mel Brooks stuff. Again, Young Frankenstein, one of my favorite movies. Probably a movie that I've seen besides UHF and, and a couple other ones yeah. the most in my life. I've watched a billion times because that movie fell into like that spot when you're a kid where you just find something, you glom onto yeah. it and watch it forever. Yeah, like 11 years old yeah, where I, you actually start to get what funny shit is all about. Yeah. yeah. When, we, when we first started this podcast and we were doing the movie quotes in the beginning – and I was in the beginning. I was just kind of accumulating movie yeah, quotes. Yeah, Abby Normal's on there. Right? Yeah, with like or one of the, the first back. one of the first few I did was because I was like, oh, I definitely got to grab that. I, it, losing uh, Gene Wilder is definitely a blow, and it sucks. But it's not like he, he got, wasn't an active actor. It's not he like he he got ripped from the earth when he was in his forties right. and doing his work. You know, he lived a long life. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else do you want from the guy? And if you go on, if you go on to the internet right now, it's it's like fucking like he did, like he just got assassinated when he was fifty years old <laughs> in the middle of making fucking Willy Wonka in a chocolate factory. Yeah. And that's another thing. 
Yeah, which I never fucking found the the greatness of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, it's a good movie. Is it? it, it I never even watched the fucker. Every, you know, I, I think the fact that all the kids, it, it, everybody as a child watches that film. Yeah, you know? I, I didn't. Like, having Willy Wonka die would be like having fucking, I don't know, Pocahontas die or something. You know, it's like a fucking... It, I, I Another know. character I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, it was, I actually, it's a horrible <laughs> example because I've never seen Pocahontas, but I couldn't think There's any... There's a movie, Pocahontas? I couldn't think any of the motherfuckers... I thought that was like fucking Wild Bill Hickok's like, love slave. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. I came up with a with a thing today, and I don't know where I'm going to use it, but uh, <laughs> I have a character that I that I like. And is you made up a character? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I should just maybe I should develop the character and do the character. All right. Yeah. Develop it. Don't, no. No. Don't. No. No. I'm just going to tell what you what it is. I'm never. No. 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 I'm, Close your ears, everybody. Well, okay. Maybe one day on the A High Five podcast, we're going to have my good friend. Kimo Sabra come in and who he is is a Native American that just gives everyone hummus. <laughs> so Kimo Sabra ever shows up, we we're all going to be eating some good hummus. Good. Okay. Now you're making me hungry, you bitch. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, uh, yeah, fucking, we talk, every time a celebrity dies, we talk about this. Yeah, because, you know, because of Zuckerberg, everyone is just fucking <laughs> stupid. See, now if you could go back in time or so far into the future that you come back around to the early 90s or late 90s, you could take care of this situation. Yeah, because it's just so st- – I mean, I, I shouldn't let people's Facebook posts bother me. But it just – the only reason why it bothers me is because I, I just know the way that they're being by doing shit like that. Like I, I love when I – it's so refreshing when you see a Facebook post that's like – somebody making a joke that's just somewhere like that has nothing to do with anything of the time but if you're gonna grasp onto something that's a current event that everybody in the fucking world that matt lauer makes jokes about and then you repeat it you just don't have a fucking mind you don't have a brain and just stay the fuck off facebook because you're just making yourself look stupid well, most of that is just people regurgitating the shit That's that, they've, that they've, they've heard on. Yeah, cut the shit, people. The thing that bothers me about it, and bothers is, is 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 probably a too harsh of a description because it doesn't really bother me that much. It's it mildly annoys me. Yeah, is annoying. that it's it, it it just shows people's uh, need to make everything about themselves. Yes, yes. And we've talked about this a million times, a million times. It, and that's what it is. Like right now, there's people out there going. Uh, you know, Young Frankenstein was my favorite movie. I wa- I know every single line. Or Willy Wonka was my my favorite thing. I love Gene Wilder. Blah blah blah. It, it, dude, I've been friends with you on Facebook for nine years. I've never seen you once bring up Gene Wilder <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. And what's even worse are the people that recognize what they're doing, so they have to clarify by being like, you know, I love Gene Wilder. I've loved him ever since. Blah yeah, blah right, blah right, blah right, blah. Right, like right. you know, you're being a fucking phony. So try and put some relish on that phoniness <laughs> for the people's fucking hot dog. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like the people who, who, you know, that that they want everybody to know that they found the new band and shit, you know, like, or or people will go. I listened to that way before they were popular. Yeah, right. That shit, which which I've been guilty of when I was younger. I I was that dude when I was younger. I I think I've excised that from my life. Yeah. Well, we were all punk before anyone was punk. Yeah, right. Of course. Well, that's true, though. (laughs) Um, Just listen. I'll go on my little windmill. (laughs) Just listen to Product of Fate. That tells the tale. If you don't hear it, you're just not listening. (laughs) um yeah it it, just like any i I don't really have much to say about it sucks that gene wilder died but the guy the guy has not been uh in around in the last 15 years are you doing a dennis miller uh and 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 he's you know that's it he's 83 years old what what, you know what anybody in my life was 83 i'm fucking i'm ecstatic i know man if i live to be 83 which i don't even want to like once i'm fucking you know, once I have no purpose to do anything in this world anymore, I, I think about how I'm going to take myself out. I don't know if it's going to be maybe some kind of a blow to the brain. I definitely don't want to, like, hang myself or anything where people are going to find me with my eyeballs dangling. But, like, you know, I'm not going to carve rituals here into the fucking thing. Like, this world moved too far for me. Do your eyeballs pop out of your head when you hang yourself? I'm sure if it's a, if it's a tough dangle. Yeah. I'm, uh, I heard. The angle of the triangly dangle <laughs> equals the heat of the beat. 
But even worse than Gene Wilder is fucking Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji was 80 fucking, I think he was the same really? age. Yeah, he was 80 something years Those old. Those fucking Asians. Don't age. Forever. They don't crack. They They're don't. like little porcelain dolls. Yeah. I, you know, I'd be jealous of him if it wasn't for the penis thing. I uh, I really wish I had a chance to be Fuji dusted before he died. Well, I've always wanted to Fuji dust somebody, but if I could be dusted, that would be a, like a privilege of mine. Now, when you say be dusted, you mean somebody take <laughs> dust and throw, blow yeah, it into your not face? Not PCP. I'll, yeah, okay, good. More like, because you've made promises on this show, yeah, Richard. I'm talking about Mr. Fuji actually blowing his dust in my face. <laughs> Or like if someone or if I was holding someone back to be Fuji dusted and they slipped out of my arms and I accidentally got dusted and I lost the title. What do you think that was? Just talcum powder or something? Yeah, it was probably something harmless. I don't th- what like what could Fuji dust possibly be? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> anthrax. <What? laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fuji was the original terrorist. Yeah, fucking the British bulldog starts fucking contorting and shit. You just see him outside of the ring with a letter opener, fucking sliding an envelope <laughs> open. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't. But what was it supposed to be in the fake? Now I don't want to blow anybody's mind, but in the fake <laughs> I wrestling have no world, idea. some type of like, like poison? Japanese salt. I always saw it as one of the like one of those things where like again like a Native American would blow uh, blow some sort of fucking dust in your face and then you start tripping out like yeah. you're, you become fucking into the uh, like young spirit guns too world. The spirit world <laughs> that'd be awesome I don't know I, it had to be something ethnic you know because Mr Fuji <laughs> Fuji dust you know it had to be something <laughs> Japanese I guess but what a gimmick man. You know what I mean? I'm just a little Asian manager. What am I going to do? I'm going to blow dust in people's faces, you know? And then he had the cane, and he would trip you up with his cane. Yeah. What a... Damn, if I was a wrestler, I'd hire Fuji. I'd have Fuji in my corner. Well, it's a little too late, my friend. Yeah. You'd have to go back in time. Have you seen Bobby the Brain lately? No. I think he has, like, throat cancer or whatever, and he's got, like, that weird turtle look to him. Oh, like like, uh, Gene... uh, Not Gene. um, Eugene... What the, what the guy from Siskel and Ebert, uh, Ebert yes. had, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. And he's just not the brain, you know? Well, again, he's got to be in, in his at least 70s. Yeah, the man, the man changed wrestling. How he brought co- in some greats. How come all the managers live a long fucking life and then all the wrestlers cut out around 40, 45? Because well, they're just managers. They don't need painkillers and fucking drugs and steroids nah, and I've, shit. I've seen Fuji take some knocks in his time. <laughs> he's, he's falling off the ring every once in a while. I've seen that now. I actually saw Fuji get his Fuji dust blown back into his own face. Yeah, I've seen it. Because yeah. he started wrestling again at his old age. Ooh, I wonder how long Mouth of the South is going to live. He's still alive? It's got to be. Come on, baby. Let me live forever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I would put my money on forever with the Mouth of the yeah. South. If we were to get into our time machines and go 100 years into the future, the Mouth of the South would just be there with the <laughs> fucking... It would probably be a more high-tech megaphone. You know, It would yeah. probably be something that looked a little bit cooler than those regular megaphones, but it would still be a megaphone. He'd be using his phone as a megaphone? <laughs> I think Come you could on, do man. that. Probably. Um, I want to... Uh, you know what? I have to make another apology. Well, I didn't really have to make an apology last week. What? You found out that something I said was correct? No. Not, oh. No. I would never apologize Because that to you. usually happens. Even if, even if I did, I wouldn't give you that satisfaction. It goes further down the line than that. Uh, last episode, I I referenced an email that I got from um, somebody who uh, is a epid. epid- <laughs> I can never say this word. An epileptic? No, the, uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking epidemi- about. Epidemiologist. Epidemiologist. Yes, thank you. I, I sound like Anthony Kiedis when I try to do that. And and he, I'm throwing up air shrimps. Set me straight about my why it might be a girl. Well, here's the deal. Saturday night, the mood is right. I'm out. I was actually at a roller derby match or ballet. Dan, did you go back in time? (laughs) (laughs) Did someone get Fuji dusted on the roller? I'm sitting there enjoying the sport that is roller derby in all its glory. And uh, and I and I get an email. Where did you watch this in Biff's fucking (laughs) (laughs) giant hotel? (laughs) (laughs) And. and I get an email, and it's from Michael, who sent me the email. He's the epi. Well, he is a she, and oh. and uh, and Mike or is it Michelle? No, that's the thing. Okay, here's the deal. First off, uh, he's French. <laughs> <laughs> She's French. <laughs> okay. Wait, last episode, if you haven't listened to it, let me just recap real quick. The episode before that, I went on a rant about how the media misuses these viruses in order to keep people scared. And then when people are scared, we control them, blah, blah, blah. If you want to listen to it, you go yeah. back and listen to it. Then I got a nice, long, intelligent email from a listener about how I was wrong and how uh, exposure of these viruses, media exposure of these viruses was a positive thing because these viruses are real 
and and their pandemics and they're out there and they need to be taken care of. So I came on and uh, and ate my crow a little bit and 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 praised uh, the him at the time um, about it. And then I got another email at the roller derby thing saying, "Listen to the episode. It, it, thank you for you know for the shout out and thank you for reading the email and blah blah blah." Only going to correct you in one more thing, by the way. I'm not a dude because I guess I used the word dude a thousand times like yeah. an idiot. I'm a she, and she even sent me a picture, and uh, and so I'm apologizing for sitting there. And I even it was part of the it was part of the name of the episode, like Dev gets set straight, and I'm sitting there like this dude Michael is he's <laughs> really intelligent. He's he's helping the world by solving these things, and and no, it's a it's a it's a very lovely yeah. woman. I'm gonna say we can't expect a guy to be that caring and want to change the world. It's I always sh- I should have known. Yes, yeah, it's always. And now let me say this: I I know I'm very sensitive and aware of an androgynous names because i myself have one mm-hmm. uh devin is probably more of a girl's name than it is a guy's name and so uh, i'm i have the most dude name possible dick yeah <laughs> little dicky <laughs> any more guy than that um and but but her name is actually michael m-i-c-h-a-e-l it's not michelle because when i first read that i was like oh fuck i didn't know michael could be a girl's name i i I don't i didn't know that either i think it's the first time i'm exposed to it so that's why i'm giving myself a pass i'm saying i'm sorry michael uh for for totally fucking up your gender on air but i'm also giving myself a little pass because it it, that's a tough when i when no when i read it my heart sunk because i was like dude did i just fucking expose some sort of hidden sexism did i read in whole that's not your fault but but here's my here was my thinking my immediate thinking it went away quickly but my immediate thinking my immediate panic was that i just fucking on air exposed this like hidden sexism that i have because i read a whole email from a michelle but just because she's working on uh you know epidemics and doing scientific work and blah 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 let me talk (laughs) then then my my brain just all of a sudden think that this is a guy's work and i just put this this gender bias on her and then go on air and do it that way then i quickly realized that i didn't i just read the word the name michael and just assumed that it was a guy so it is michelle no, it's Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that could be a girl's uh, yeah. name. Like, if I said Lauren this and Lauren that, wouldn't you think female? Lauren could be a dude's name. Lauren could definitely not. Be. I know Lauren. Lauren. I know a, a couple dudes named Lauren. Oh, you yeah. Do. So oh, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't. Never mind. I wouldn't. I wouldn't quickly assume. Now, I, I, Lauren. Yeah, I would probably think for the most part that that would be a girl. Mm-hmm. But I would. I would be open to the fact that I could be a guy. Again, I have an androgynous name. I know how that, that how that is. You know, like if somebody says to you, Devin, you might you might personally think a guy yeah. right away because you grew up with me. Right. But for most people, Devin could be either a guy or a girl. It's not. It's there's yeah. no gender assigned to that name. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm sensitive to that. So yeah. anyway, Michael, like, but look, I didn't want to do a long thing. I just wanted to say another. I told her that I would do another quick apology on the air because of that. Again, thank you for the email. Thank you for sending me straight. Now that we got the whole gender thing set up, thank you for listening to the show. Send in emails whenever you want. Keep doing that good work. Cure those diseases. If I Richie's ne- going to need you in a few years because he's going to be all hocked up with some sort of encephalitis <laughs> or some shit. If you could work on some sort of uh, thing to cure fucking the disease of heroin addiction, that'd be nice. We'd get that yeah. out of the way. There's got They got to come out with something soon that is just like a jagged little pill that you could eat and then all of a sudden you're fucking cured. <laughs> Did you fucking reference an Alanis Morissette Indeed. album on purpose? Indeed. That was an actual reference that you wanted to get yeah, out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just popped in there. I wasn't trying for it. It just, you know. Okay. I just felt like it flowed correctly. But if I knew how Kimo to is really going to love that one. When we get that dude in here and he's passing out Sabra hummus. Stop talking about food. I'm starving. I'm about to eat cryptic disease. <laughs> <laughs> you, it kind of looks like cottage cheese when it's all oh, together. Oh, I hate cottage cheese. That's what it looks like. It, it looks like cottage cheese, but less goopy. How is that a thing? How is cottage cheese a thing? And who eats it besides 83-year-old Gene Wilder on his bed? <laughs> <laughs> Gene Wilder and Mrs. Mr. Fuji sharing a plate of cottage cheese? <laughs> okay, go Spring, on. Sprinkle a little Fuji dust on. Oh, nothing important. I was just going to say, <laughs> if I knew how to share things on the internet, I was going to send you something that I found, a meme and it said, this goes out to all the kids that couldn't ever find their name on souvenirs in the gift shop. Yeah. Uh, see? That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine um, actually was in Portland, Oregon, and there was a, I, I, I guess it was a bin of the name tags. toasted buns. Relax with the fucking food, dude. <laughs> like a, a, a bin of name tags that you would put on like a gas station shirt. Yeah, yeah. And actually found Devin, D-E-V-I-N. Really? Picked I it up. Am? Gave it to me. I have it upstairs. Cool. So much that I, I'm my my goal now 
is to f- to seek out and find my '90s g- belly gas station shirt. And by belly, I don't mean that it's cut up so you can see my belly. I mean the band belly, mm-hmm. as in fucking take your hat off, boy, when you listen to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is that how it goes? Sort of. Good enough. Take your <laughs> Keep your head down, boy. What did she say? When Keep you look, your head up, boy. boy you listen to me and be there when I freed the tree. <laughs> Stand up straight when you talk to me. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to rip off whatever horrible names on that, and I'm going to iron on the dev dag, and I'm going to wear it with pride. Cool. Okay. That's all. Cool and cool. And I was very happy about it because growing up, I never, ever was able to get a keychain or a name tag mm-hmm. or a coffee mug or a pencil or any of a those o- any of those other things that you buy and give shops and names on it <laughs> because my parents gave me a stupid fucking name a stupid androgynous stupid fucking name <laughs> why can't i just be like john or joe or paul or any of the other beatles <laughs> <laughs> there was a beetle named joe i'm sure there's a joe at some point back in liverpool i'm sure there's some <laughs> dude hanging around his name is joe <laughs> Fucking Joe Beetle. What's Ringo's real name? He's uh, got to have some stupid name. Oh, you know, I feel like I I know his real name. He's probably a John too. Oh, They're f- all everyone in England's name is John. They're all Johns. Shit. Why? Uh, you know what? I feel the like Jones. Some reason I, I I'm feeling like a Ringo's like a Bruce or something. No, it, it's got to be like a Rick. I think he got Ringo from something. Yeah, I think it is Rick. Richard Starkey. Yeah. Mm, True that. You and uh, it, it, fucking RTG over here mm-hmm. or RTS. RTS <laughs> Starkey. <laughs> RTS, yes, DRTS, yes, suck a suck a star. Mm-hmm. Okay, look. I uh, wanted to bring up something that really gets my goat. Oh, please do. Um, you were talking about the night of before, which I really wish I saw the last couple episodes so we can talk about yeah, it. And you wh- don't want to ruin it because you don't want to tell me what happened. And I'm not one for spoilers because I just want to know what the fuck is up. I will never say, no, don't tell me. I want to watch it myself. Tell me. Tell me everything. I just don't give a shit. I want to know. But you won't tell me. But I did do a little research because I always wondered why James Gandolfini was in the credits and i guess it's to the fact that it was his baby he made the show it was his uh it was his plan and you know they give him props you know game yeah they gave game. him a, pos- a posthumous um uh, uh associate producer yes. credit on the yes. show yeah so you know i found that out and then i fucking found myself you know dabbling in some gandolfini facts okay and i found out something really fucked up that kind of boils my blood a little bit. Is it when Alabama Whirly put the corkscrew in his in his foot? It really happened. Ooh, that fucking that hurts when I saw that. But he deserved it in that scene. No, when he had his heart attack or whatever, you know, whatever killed him. I heart think attack. It was, it was a heart attack, yeah. right? The EMT that brought him in stole his thirty thousand dollar Rolex right off that Gandolfini wrist. Why would you and do that? Because he's a scummer. And Did he get busted for it? He got busted for it. And the whole thing is, was he wearing the Rolex? Or did he leave it somewhere where it was, just, it was never around? I think that's the argument. Like he, and, like he probably died in his bedroom or something, or a hotel room or something, and it might have been on the, yeah, on the, the end table. Yeah, they said something about a hotel. Yeah, I they believe did. that's what it was. Yeah. But, um, but the, you know, the big conclusion is that dude stole a watch and he's, they had his uh, arraignment or whatever, but not his arraignment, his like initial court date or whatever. And it's been pushed to November. But I want to see this motherfucker go down because that is one of the grimiest fucking things ever. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Gandolfini dies and you swipe his Rolex. Right. That is fucked up. What was he going to do? Put it on like eBay? Gandolfini's stolen Rolex, you know? Well... <laughs> You know, I the, you how much did you say that Rolex was? Thirty G bars. That's actually happens to be exactly what EMTs make a year. So that that dude. Now I'm, I'm not condoning this action, but what I'm guessing happened was that guy looked at a watch that that equaled his yearly salary yeah. because for some reason people that devote their lives to saving other people's lives just get paid shit yeah. for some reason That's and uh, and fucking you know it could have been a split second thing like fuck it I'm just gonna grab it or yeah. you know I mean. That's sad, though, man. Gandolfini's watch. Yeah. I mean, if it was like fucking, you know, if Anthony Kiedis died and someone stole his watch, I'd be like, good. Fucking bing a bong bing right back at you, bitch. <laughs> but fucking Gandolfini's The sweetheart piece, that he is. You know? Maybe the EMT was confused and he really thought he was Tony Soprano and he's like, fucking, <laughs> I got that rat bastard Tony Soprano's watch. 
Aw, I feel bad. Yeah, well, Gandolfini dying was a was a was a sad thing. Yeah, you know, he's such a fucking big sweetheart. And for all like the Soprano fans, if you go back and watch the Sopranos, one thing that I always found like that I could never not pay attention to is whenever Tony Soprano eats something with a fork, my man plays with his food more than a three year old. He really? dances those macaronis around before he takes a bite. He'll play with his shit. He'll like write fucking TS with his fucking noodles. Now I just recently watched the Sopranos. For the first uh, time ever. For the first time ever. Yeah, last winter. Holy I shit. decided I never watched The Sopranos when they were on uh, because my thing was always I I've, I grew up around Italians from North Jersey. Why do I want to watch a show about them? <laughs> One Italian. No. Who else did you agree with? This whole fucking town is Italian. Oh, from, no, it's yes, not. it is. Just me. You're but, just uh, mad at me for being Italian. I, <laughs> <laughs> You've had your fill on Ginzo. Um, and uh, so I never watched it. And and I, I wasn't protesting against it. I just didn't want to watch it. And then I knew I was going to watch it later in life. I was looking for a nice hour-long serial kind of show to watch. So I was like, fuck it. I got HBO Go. Let me blast through The Sopranos. Watched it. So it's fresh on my mind. What do you think happened at the last episode? Do you think it got killed or not? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. Let's just put that to bed. Yeah, though. we saw the, those sketchy characters and, you know, they're, they're, it's never a happy ending for a crime. I think yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah, it's never, it's never, you know, you're not walking into the sunset. You're whacked. Right. Or you're going to jail. Right. And in this case, whacked. Yeah, definitely. The guy was sitting at the, the little bar area, then he goes to the bathroom, and you see him walk back out right before it goes black, and Tony gets the chance to, like, look at his family for one last time, and he's finally, like, content and happy, yes. so of course that's when he gets mowed down. Yeah. And an interesting thing happened to me in the last season of Sopranos. Um... I was smoking a lot of pot at the time, and I have this weird thing with pot and space. I don't. I don't yes, know. I, I, I. You know what? I'm just gonna kick back because I just love where this All is right, going. Yeah. Right. All right. Try, try and grab a hold of the fuck inside the mind of because I just want to try and like get this, get this point across without sounding like a complete lunatic. Inside the mind. Join me, will you? Of You know what that is? The Field of Dreams trumpet. I think that is the field. Look, there might be some uh, plagiarism going on. <laughs> um, the right, here there. goes, because I don't think anyone's going to really understand this. And if you do, thank you so much. But here's my thing with pot and space, okay? I don't mean space as in outer space. I, um, <laughs> here goes. All right, I'm going to do the best I can here because it's really hard to explain. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to just shut my mic off. You just right, go here's, here's, a, here's a small example, and then I'll try and take it further. All right. Um, say you're sitting on your porch in a regular suburban town, and you're smoking. You don't have to be smoking, but usually that's what brings me to this mindset. I'll look across at the neighbor's house. and I, First, I'll find it interesting that we all have these little lots that we call our own, right? Then I picture the area of the street to just be what it was before it was built, just a big barren land, okay? I think of how close you are to the other person's house if it was all open fields, you know what I mean? And I just, I find it to be so interesting. Like, one day I was was smoking a little weed and I pulled up to a corner in our neighborhood, right? And there was people standing on the corner as if you would if you were in a city. And I was like, wow. You know, they're act, you know, they're just standing on the corner like they're standing on the corner of the city, but it's the suburb, so it's strange. And it's it it was weird to me that it's the same amount of space as it would be in a city, but that's odd because it isn't and they're standing there. Fuck, this is really hard mm-hmm. to explain. Keep, keep going. This is really okay. Hard I to think explain. I get I get what you're saying. It's just the way things are chopped up in blocks and the way space is utilized and and the way space is um, it's the word I'm looking for. The way space is, um, I'm not helping you with this. Ah, this is really hard, man. This is a really hard thing to explain. use your words, Richard. I'm trying, but uh, there's no words to even. This, this is so mental, right? That it's really hard to put into words. You, you, you describing this is kind of making me feel a, a, the way that I used to look at everything when I was on acid. It was the same kind of thing. It would, it, I would like break things down into little like segments and try to figure out why they are that way and then why we see them that way. Yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of like that, but it's just. With space, it's really weird. Like, what made me think of it was in one of the last episodes of The Sopranos, they were having problems with their garbage dumping. 
Mm-hmm. So he dumped all his garbage on the corner somewhere. Just on a corner somewhere. Okay. And for some reason, like, I was all weeded. And for some reason, I was thinking, like, all right, that's a corner in this neighborhood. But then it's just a regular space mm-hmm. in this earth. You know? I, damn, this is hard. No, I get... I, get I, I The reason I like this is I get where you're coming from. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Because I don't want to sound like a raging maniac. Well, no, you do. But... <laughs> but, um... It, but you always do, so don't worry about All it. All right, that it, makes it easier. <laughs> no, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's weird that that we we inhabit space. Um, that you're like, this is my space. Yeah, right. I understand. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And and based on the things built around it, it's weird how a small amount of space can be made to look like there's a lot of things going on in it, based on how you break it up. Right. You know, okay. like, yeah. like, for instance, that corner on Highway 36 where I saw people standing. It's a, it's a small amount of space, but it's, all, it's, it's in between just an open, vast rural area and a city-like environment. And, it's ba- and, and, like, these gentlemen that were standing on the corner, in their minds, they're envisioning it as, like, a city environment where I'm looking at them saying, they're standing on this corner where there's nothing. Right. There's a fucking Wawa. Right. <laughs> you know? And they're acting like, you know, they could just go from building to building and it's, the, like, almost in the city. This is really tough. No, I, get, I get what you're saying. What freaks me out is sometimes... I like- only see it on weed. <laughs> on weed. On weed. The the thing that freaks me out sometimes is, it, uh, I guess, to take it a little bit further, is when you, you feel when you're you're in your house, you feel safety from being in your house. Thank you for the visual joke. Uh, it, you uh, you you feel safety when you're inside your home, but you're really not. You're just behind these thin walls. Exactly. You're still you're still on the earth in this tiny thing. It's not. It's not this fortress, and you're 15 feet away from the next guys. Right, right, and yeah. So you're all like you. It it, it goes in like so. We all l- might feel that we all live in America, and then you might. We all might feel that we live in a state, and then we all might feel that we live in a city, and then we all might feel that we live in a town, and then you might. We all might feel that we live in a development in that town, and feel the security of this little development. Like I belong to this area, and then in that development, you live in this house. And in all those breakdowns make you feel like you're actually living inside of these things. Yes. But you're not living inside of these no. things. You're just living on Earth. Mm-hmm. And and just because there's this box over you doesn't make you any safer or not safer right. or not a part of what's going on right outside of those walls. But right. we feel that uh, it, it's an illusion that we feel. It absolutely is an illusion. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah I, I get what it's you're crazy. saying. Like what, what I was thinking of and, and when I think about it, it really doesn't revolve around safety. But at the same time, everything you just described is how I envision it right. at those moments. I do. I'll, I, one of the things that I like uh, that, uh, that kind of fascinates me, and you get a lot of it in Manhattan. In my old neighborhood in Jersey City, there was a ton of it. Um, but you can still get it in probably any town that, you, that you're in. Uh, is the, They'll sell those books where, or they'll have on, uh, websites where they'll have the pictures from the 1800s or the early 1900s mm-hmm. of that area and then you could and then they'll do with the side by side comparison of like here was Grove Street in 1920 and here's Grove Street now and you you see what it once looked like the roads are wider there's horse and, and buggies and uh, the buildings aren't as tall and they're not as reinforced and all you know and you see like the progression yes you know and and uh, I think about that sometimes sometimes yeah. I'll even like look at a street especially when I'm in older cities again like Manhattan or yeah, something like that yeah cities do it to me yeah. heavy like uh, I think this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'll just I'll just walk down a street and I'll I'll picture it like with the older buildings and maybe a cobblestone road instead of a paved yeah. road and like what what used to streets happen. Streets were there that aren't there anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Changed. Like, yeah. Because this all I think if I want to take this down to where this all began for me, take it down. It, it, it began with my fascination uh, when I first seen the movie with Gangs of New York, and then I became obsessed with the whole five points thing. It's just an area in Manhattan, mm-hmm. but I became literally obsessed with it, and I actually went to Manhattan and wanted to stand in the spot that <laughs> used to be the five points, but now it's just like it's probably a Dwayne Reed now. It's, yeah, it's like one fucking street that goes into a park. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I just, it, just the way things change and the way space changes, 
just was really interesting to me. Well, this almost parallels the time talk that we had a little bit before. That's what I felt because tad relevant because uh, because who like all these border the only borders that are real are the ones made by the oceans. Yeah, you know, and and we we, these are all man made borders and walls and and lines of of demarcation that that don't mean anything. That just like time, it's made up. Yes, you know, we're we're all on Earth together. The only thing that's real is the actual soil and the earth but we picture if you say united states of america we picture that shape in our head we know we know when we're crossing a line and going into canada or crossing a line and going into mexico because these are things that we've made they don't fucking exist right you know your property line of your house doesn't fucking exist yeah you know and 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 sometimes i really uh it, it it annoys me and I, and I'll get angry if I think about it too much of the fact that anyone was ever able to start selling land yeah you know the fact crazy. the fact that, that like who owns the land the government doesn't own this fucking land mm-hmm. we were the people the inhabitants of this earth us the animals the bugs anything that inhabits this earth we own the land so who could who's to say who gets to to buy and sell and yeah. own this part of this land yeah. it's insane who's profiting off of the louisiana purchase right exactly fuckers. yeah now that might be that might hit close to my heart because of my uh chemo sabra yeah. heritage mm-hmm. where my you were whacked out by smallpox my people gave up uh fucking sold manhattan for like a banana or yeah, whatever the fuck yeah. it was but, but you're not necessarily mainland no American, i'm not right but, but uh, yeah it's you're, a- you're more like rihanna right Oh, I wish I was like Rihanna. <laughs> oh, you ever see that bitch without makeup? <laughs> no, that's fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't make fun of people's looks. <laughs> Especially my sweet baby Rihanna. Sorry. Uh, okay, look. You want to be Eskimo Bros with Drake? <laughs> with Drizzy Drake? <laughs> and every other rapper in the book? Um, um, yeah. Yeah, good night. <laughs> True that. Wow, we fucking flew off the meter this one, huh? <laughs> Wrap it up there, Dag. Uh, if you go on iTunes and leave a review, we have a hundred of them. We're going to throw a party at one point. Yeah, so that's it. Go on, do it. Check out your space. It'll mesmerize Oh, we you. wanted to talk about the uh, that the quarterback guy who didn't stand up during the anthem. We'll talk about that on Friday. All right, yeah. Fuck him. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Yep. I'm sick of the wrap-ups. Good night, folks. We're going to get Dev some raisins. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Hogwarts Hi-Fi Podcast. We'll see you in future days. Wrapped in paper inside glass My eyes were red when you were here But now you're not and they're clear, my dear Hey lover, where did you go? Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.